Hi, everybody. Um, you can see I'm just slightly differently to the way I am in the other bits of, uh, of the service because I've actually recorded this sermon. Um, I felt that that was quite important um, that uh, I settled. So here I am. I'm not in church. I'm here in my study. Uh, and we're here at a, a quite a difficult time. We're, we're sorry that we can't be at the War Memorial and um, in order to uh, do the act of remembrance there. And we're sorry that we've not been able to be in church. We did invite a number of people to come to the church from different uniform organisations. Um, but unfortunately, not only have we got into lockdown, not only was the procession and the, the, the thing on the triangle, at the War Memorial cancelled, but we've had to close our church buildings for worship at the moment as um we're, we've asked for some advice about that but at the moment they're closed so we've not been able to meet in there so my apologies so i hope not only is the st leonard's family together online today but a number of other people have joined us and taken this opportunity uh to mark this remembrance um sunday we've listened to scriptures we've done our act of remembering our act of remembrance for um those who've fallen in in the two or in major conflicts and also um we've done some worship i just want to draw our thoughts together here um as uh, we come towards the end of our service i just want to draw our thoughts in from our bible readings paul writing in corinthians especially uh, and the gospel reading in uh, in john's gospel there now we've been doing a series on one corinthians and um i think chris said last week that uh, we try not to duck the difficult passages and this is this is not an easy passage because um, Paul is actually telling the church off. He is. He's saying, wait, stop it. And what he's doing is he's telling them to remember something. He's telling them to remember what's at the heart of the message of the Christian faith. Now, I don't know what you're like at remembering. I'm quite good at remembering. I, my wife will tell you that I remember lots of um, useless information. You know, I can remember who scored the uh, the winning goal in the cup final in, well, pick a year, 1976. Southampton, yeah, there you go. Um, uh, do you know that one? Talk to me. Um, so I remember stupid things like that, but sometimes I can forget. I, I always used to forget our middle child's birthday because I just couldn't remember the date. It wasn't until I got a hook that it was Trafalgar Day that I could remember it. I remembered the other two because they were born on their grandfather's birthday. The oldest one on my grandfather's birthday, the youngest one on Wendy's grandfather's birthday. And our memory works like that. We have to have things to hang things on. But my memory's not too bad. Um, even as I'm getting older, my memory's not that bad. Um, I'm still uh, remembering to turn up for things. Actually, one thing I often forget is the dentist. That's probably because I don't want to go uh, so that's not remembering it's just sort of selective thinking so mm. uh, but anyway um, remembering how do we remember and actually we're here to remember something specific today we're here to remember sacrifice we're here to remember the sacrifice that those who gave their lives as it says in the Koema um, prayer at the end or the statement at the end of the act of remembrance for your tomorrow we gave or they gave our there today for your tomorrow we gave our today tell them for your tomorrow we gave our today this is um us trying to remember and for many of us just trying to imagine what it's like to be in that place to willingly sacrifice yourself to willingly to know you're going in uh to situations where you could lose your life 
I've been watching a number of the Who Do You Think You Are's over, well, over a number of series, actually. Um, and uh, there was uh, one, I think it's the Doctor Who uh, lady whose name's flipped out of my head right now. And it, it's to do with a relative of hers who was an orderly in the hospital in Southampton and then just went back. Uh, volunteered when he was old enough went to the, the front in World War One, got got a blighty one and got sent back but volunteered to go back and then got injured again got uh, and came back and then went back again and of course the third time he didn't actually survive he, he actually survived long enough to get home um, but he died from his wounds um, from what he, and he, he was an orderly but he was willing to sacrifice himself um, the generation we're talking about there was selfless um, compare it to the, the selfishness uh, that's around us um, so often today you don't have to look at the news you only have to look at what's going on there's so much selfishness and please it's not the young people that are doing it it's everybody we're all pretty selfish and our culture has led us to be selfish it's all about me 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 because I'm worth it, if you remember that one, and that selfishness there. But actually, the sacrifice that we're remembering today in war is about selflessness. It's about sacrificing, not trying to get or trying to protect self. It's about giving everything up, even unto death. Uh, what, so what do Christians know about sacrifice? What, what is this? Well, Paul reminds us, as he's reminding the Corinthian church, because the Corinthians are being selfish. They're coming to meals together, and the rich ones are eating loads of food and getting drunk, and the, young, and the poor people that are coming, because in Christ, that doesn't matter, you're equal in Christ, but the rich ones are coming eating loads, drinking lots, too much, and the poor ones are coming and going hungry. And Paul says, don't do it. When you come together, eat together, eat the same together. Okay, guys, I recognise there are differences. Have something else to eat at home. Have another drink at home. But when you come for the meals together, eat together. Celebrate your unity, not your differences. Paul's saying, remember. And he says, remember this. He says in verse 23, remember what Jesus taught his disciples. What Paul knew he's giving to them and saying I told you I've told you about this remember remember that it's about sacrifice Paul is reminding the church of what he's already taught them. he's shouting at them actually do you not remember why are you acting like this remember at the heart of our gospel the message of good news is Jesus himself the one who was willing to sacrifice himself and Jesus, in those words, in the middle of that passage in 1 Corinthians, also says, do this in remembrance of me. He takes the bread and breaks it. He says, this is my body. He's actually saying, before the cross, he's saying, he's saying I'm going to the cross, and my body's going to get broken. And this bread represents it. Remember, use this symbol. It's so much easier to remember when there's something visual for lots of people. or you know, We find that hook. To, to remember things by Jesus says here's the bread when you eat bread every time you break the bread remember this is my body broken for you given for you broken for you eat in remembrance that I died for you this is the heart of the Eucharistic liturgy that we use and, and he's saying remember remember he's rem what's he commanding us to remember his, remember his body broken 
mutilated. Remember his body that has taken the sin, that has become sin for us and becomes that sacrifice. That sacrifice that means we can be clean, that we can be free, that we can actually come back to the Father. He's dealt with the rubbish that stands between God, our Creator and Father. And Jesus has come as God and said, right, there's too much rubbish between you. You can't get to God. And so I'm going to deal with it. And what he does is God himself comes to us deals with the stuff that's between us and God and opens the way actually not for us to go to God but for God to come to us and then we see we think we're going to God if this is God here and this is us we think we're going to God but actually God comes all the way to us and we just have to go bomb so that we actually are back in relationship with him and then he takes a glass of wine and he says drink this in remembrance of me my blood poured out for you he's saying there's coming an act that i'm going to be doing that is going to be so important you've got to remember it and it's about selflessness it's about sacrifice jesus didn't consider authority um, equality with his father something to be held on to but he emptied himself he gave everything that we might live he took sin dealt with it that we might live Jesus said this is my body this is my blood remember do this in remembrance he doesn't say do this actually he doesn't say do this in remembrance of my blood he doesn't say do this in remembrance of my body he says do this in remembrance of me who's he actually what are we actually supposed to remember actually who are we supposed to be remember Jesus remember this remember what i've done for you make that the barometer make that the thermostat actually the setting of the temperature make that what is important at the center of the times when you come together and eat together that's why the the, the holy communion the eucharist the breaking of bread and wine is at the heart of christian community it's at the heart of all churches actually um, the vast majority some do it less often because they they think by doing it less often it's more important i get that i um, was wonderful some churches some anglican churches uh, do it every week because it is so important we do it every week and, and that works as well and, and we do it and it's important and it's central to being um christian is you come and you take and you eat in the right way as paul reminds us in the passage and it reminds us of that story that we read in John's Gospel, that Jesus was crucified, nailed to that cross in a horrible, disgraceful way, between two thieves, and, and, and he's up, up there, but he's doing it willingly. He's doing it, he gives, it is finished, I commend my soul. It's, it's, it's a conscious and a deliberate act on his part. It's a sacrifice. It's not a mistake it's a sacrifice we're here to remember those who gave their lives in sacrifice they gave their todays for our tomorrows jesus gave his today he gave his life that we might live and not just live a full life now but live for eternity that we might have that everlasting life we're here to remember him and the story doesn't finish with his death. Sadly, when we think about those who've died in the war, it's it's painful because they died in the war. But Jesus died 2,000 years ago and rose from the dead. He died and rose from the dead. There's a, there's a, there's a hope in what's coming. 
So he gives us, he gave his today, not just for our tomorrows, but for the world's tomorrow. But so many ignore him. Oh, it's just made up. It's just a load of eyewash. Oh, it's just a stupid story. Or they go, well, Jesus existed, but he didn't die and rose again. It's ridiculous. He was just a good man. Not true. You can't just say he was a good man because he claimed to be God. That's not what a good man does. You can't say he was a liar because all the things he said would happen, happened. You could claim he was mad, but he was a man so full of love. Was he mad? Was he bad? Was he a liar? Was he off his trolley, as the saying goes? No. The evidence shouts that he was who he claimed to be, the Son of God. So can I ask you this Remembrance Day, this Remembrance Sunday, as we've remembered those who've fallen, and that's important, can we remember that Jesus fell, died for us, and rose again? And he's here right now to help us through lockdown, to help us through life, to help us through everything, to be with us. He longs to have a relationship with you. Would you remember Jesus? Remember me, he says. Remember him. And I ask you, would you come to him? Would you come to him and come to relationship with him? It's no good knowing about Jesus. So many people in church know about him. But we need to know him. He's our friend. He's, he's the closest. And he, he wants to dwell in us by his spirit. Invite him into your life. Come to Jesus. He will offer you a hope where we feel hopeless he will offer us a future where we feel there is nothing to come he will offer us abundant life where we feel there's nothing but lockdown and misery and negativity his people are called to grow when everything else is diminishing to be in advance when everything else is in retreat to have hope when there appears to be no hope to bring life where there is death. So this Remembrance Day, let's not get stuck on the death. Let's remember the hope that Jesus brings us, the future that he secures for us, and the abundant life he brings us. Why? Because he died and rose again for us. Now that is something well worth remembering. Thank you.